Vision Quest Sound. Welcome back to the Vision Quest Sound Podcast. I'm Philip, the producer here. On this show, we love to talk about mindset and leadership tools for today's influencers and entrepreneurs. How are you breaking through the noise today in a world dominated by screens? Our podcast is a fantastic way to help you stay focused, empowered, and to level up your life and your business. Today's episode comes straight from our advice blog at visionquestsound.com slash blog. Today, I have the wonderful privilege of talking to the business development consultant at Tajima. Ernie Lansford, he's in charge of the U.S. operations for Tajima. Tajima is a wonderful brand of handcrafted guitars based in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Ernie has a popular book out right now. It's called The Poetics of Sales, and it's available on Amazon. I call him the Obi-Wan Kenobi of sales. He coaches business owners and sales reps on the mission of customer success, which easily translates to your audience. His articles have been featured in Music Inc. magazine, Pro Sound News, at the NAM show, the list goes on. He has a wonderful blog on his website about business, leadership, sales, ErnieLansford.biz. What I really love about his content is that he focuses on how to build business relationships with the serving through mindset versus the selling to mindset. Relationships are so important in business and in life, especially in today's climate. Please welcome Ernie Lansford. Ernie, I'm a big fan of your writing. A couple titles from your blog that I really love, Perspective, and Do You Hear What Your Customers Hear? Ernie, you're a business development consultant and coach. What inspires your writing? My first book, The Poetics of Sales, has done really well. But the book I write and the articles that I write, I didn't. I don't write them to be bestsellers. I write them to be influential. If one person is influenced, then possibly they would influence two or three others who would influence two or three others without yeah, them reading yeah. the book. It's kind of like the Ernie C.J. Phil thing, you know. I've influenced C.J., and probably some of my influences come through to you, through C.J. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I used to send emails every week. It was called Mentorship Moment, and then Wednesday's Wisdom, and the Monday Memo, and things of that nature. You know, Ernie, we need that more than ever today. The leadership. <laughs> the definition of leadership is influence. Nothing more, nothing less. It's just influence. And you can have positive influence. You have negative influence. There's a lot of negative influence out there that the people are leading their followers down the wrong path, but it's still influence. Yeah. And then there's positive influence where you're helping people grow and thrive and prosper and reach for higher things. And that's a positive path, but it's still influence. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Ernie, in your writing and in your coaching, you mentioned 10-year dreams, five-year goals, and a three-year plan of action. What's your mindset behind that? Sure. Everybody yeah. should have dreams to want to do something, to want to be somewhere, to have something, whatever. That has to be a dream, and it has to be a long-term dream. But then you take your dream, and then you said, okay, what are the goals that I need to make that dream a realization? 
And at five years is a good timeline for goals. And then you back down to three years and a five years is a good timeline, but it's also a long time. If you're on a journey and you're driving or you're flying or whatever, you're going to have to make adjustments. You know, there may be detours, there may be potholes in the road, or there may be turbulence in the air. You're going to have to make some adjustments. And so three years and looking at that is a good path toward your five-year goal realization, which supports your 10 years. My five-year goal was to have the coaching business up and running with the Prevo Motor Coach, touring North America, working with businesses, teaching and coaching and creating what I call customer success masters. In fact, I've got in me spirit-led customer success mastery. It's all about the relationship and using biblical references to be a steward versus a servant. You know, the difference in stewardship and servantship is that stewardship is under the authority of a higher power. And we still serve, but we realize that everything we do in our service is we're under the authority of a higher power. And as believers, that's the Holy Spirit. That's God. That's Jesus. But we also have a relationship, a stewardship with a boss, an employer. I have a personal services contract with Nay Nakamura, who owns Tajima. And so I have a stewardship relationship with him and responsibility to return to him a return on the investment of the talents that he's given me, the talents being his North America operations. I love that. Thank you. Have you ever read any of John Maxwell's books? Oh, yes. John Maxwell is is my mentor. I sent CJ a gift at the beginning of 2020. It's Uh the Maxwell Leadership Bible. Oh, okay. You should look that up and buy one. You can get it in the New King James Version or the NIV. And it is a phenomenal resource with the commentary. Just about every page has a leadership commentary. So let's talk about Tajima Guitars. You're the business development consultant and in charge of the U.S. operations. I know that Brazil is known for its beautiful and rare woods. I like the sound of the name Tajima. It almost sounds Japanese, but Brazilian. Tell us a little bit about the brand. It's always been a Brazilian-centric company. It's just that the designer was of Japanese descendancy. Tajima-san lived in Brazil. He created the first Tajima guitar, and he was a luthier, built guitars. And then he met Nei Nakamura, who was either the third or fourth generation uh, Japanese descendancy, born and reared in Brazil. His primary as a cradle language is Portuguese. They worked together for a while, and then they bought him out, and Tajima-san became somewhat of a consultant and Ney brought on Marcio Zaganin, who is an Italian descendant Brazilian of a master luthier and just a phenomenal designer. They can only build, they have limited production of the handmade, hand-produced Brazil models. There's only 1,800 annual production. So they took those same designs and those same specifications and went to China and worked with some contract manufacturers on a long-term basis to build the guitars there to their specification. They're really Tajima-designed instruments. They're built to their specifications. It's a true OEM. It's originally equipment manufacturing. Every guitar, the least expensive $229 retail guitar, was designed and specified by Marcio Zaganin in Brazil. So the benefit to that is that 
we have a little better quality guitar than your other $229 retail guitar. But where the real value comes in and what we're building here in the USA is the relationship. A lot of companies, especially when you get into a product that retails for less than $600, $500, it's all about the transaction. But in my opinion, once again, from a leadership perspective and a stewardship perspective, it's about the relationship. And as I wrote about in my book, The Poetics of Sales, a shameless self-promotion there, (laughs) it's all about the relationship. And if the relationship is deep enough, then the transactions will be wider, deeper, and more frequent than uh, if you didn't have the relationship. So it's relationship first and then the transaction. Oh, that's great. That's gold. I love this, Ernie. We both bank with a U.S. bank as where we put our funds in. Yeah. Nowhere on the deposit slip or even if you do the digital thing with the take the photo of the, the check with your iPhone, there's no place on that deposit slip that says relationships. Hmm. You can't say, I have a relationship with Phil and it's worth a million dollars. So give me a million dollar credit in my account. So it's important that we focus on relationships It's the relationships that create, spawn, and birth the transaction. And it's the transaction that you put in the bank. Relationships first. Is some of this quoted from your book, Poetics of Sales? Yeah. Okay. I would assume that the main principles are in there. What year did did you write that? I started writing that book in the 1970s, to be honest with you. <laughs> wow. Uh, I had uh, spiral-bound notepads yeah. from uh, when I was in college and school. And then when the post-it note thing came, I had sticky notes everywhere. And when I pivoted out of corporate in 2016, and this has been that nagging goal of to produce that book, I put my money where my mouth is, and I paid an individual five figures to coach me, hold me accountable, and to help me write that book. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I have not sold enough. The royalties have not covered the coaching <laughs> fee yet. However, I didn't write it for that. You know, I just need, I needed that motivation. I needed that guidance. I needed that kick in the pants, so to speak. And he was a true, true mentor and coach and helped me and then got it edited. I even received a contract from a publisher. And I've learned a lot about publishing too. Unless you are a famous individual, like a celebrity or a politician or an ex-president, every author has to guarantee the publisher X copies in sales. So the publisher that approved me and said, yes, we want to print this book. We'll do this handed me a contract, but with the contract, I had to give them a check for 2,500 copies. And so I said, no, I think I'll just self-publish. So I went to what it was called Create Space. It was a company that was bought by Amazon. They do everything that a publisher does. I mean, it's published. All the work is mine. What I love about it, too, is that it's print on demand. There's no inventory. Yeah. Yeah. Anyone that goes to Amazon says, I want to buy Poetics of Sales. It prints somewhere and mails that day. (laughs) That's so efficient. Yeah. Longer the days where you have to have physical space. I love it. Well, I was speaking with someone who owns a couple of bookstores up in Washington, D.C. area. And he said they have purchased that same printer for their stores. And it's quite expensive. Mm. As long as they have that bookseller code, someone walks in the store and said, I'm looking for this book. They'll look up the code. They'll put it in and it prints it. 
right there on the spot, complete with the cover, softback. It's right there on the spot. Congrats I, I, on that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Poetics of sales. Okay. Now I'm really interested because now I know you and I've got to read it to learn more about you. Thanks so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, please support our podcast by donating any amount that's in your heart. It'll help us sustain future episodes as well as the artists and guests that are on this show. If you're interested in submitting an article or being featured on our podcast, send an email to info at visionquestsound.com. I'm Philip from Vision Quest Sound, and I'll see you guys in the next show.